This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, April 3rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Chinese tariffs to hit U.S. ag hard. Pruitt wants a reset on greenhouse gas regulations, and USDA finds new fraud and organic certificates. Chinese tariffs will hit the U.S. agriculture industry really hard. China's hitting back hard on the escalating trade-off with the U.S. Some of its first people to feel the pain will be America's pork, citrus, and nut producers. The communist country took the U.S. by surprise yesterday when it announced a new 25% tariff on pork and a 15% tariff on a wide variety of fruits and nuts in response to U.S. tariffs on steel and aluminum. The U.S. ships more than a billion dollars worth of pork to China every year, and now that meat is going to get an extra 25% tax slapped on it. National Pork Producers Council CEO Neil Dirk said, We are disappointed that China has placed an additional 25% tariff on U.S. pork exports. Exports are extremely critical to the financial well-being of our producers. We recognize that the U.S. and China are negotiating, and we are hopeful that the 25% tariffs on U.S. pork will be short-lived. But it could get worse before it gets better. The $3 billion in Chinese tariffs are in response to the U.S. global steel and aluminum tariffs that were announced back on March 22nd. Since then, the Trump administration has rolled out $60 billion worth of new tariffs aimed directly at China for intellectual property theft. China hasn't responded to those yet. And, of course, don't forget the oranges. In the meantime, sectors of the U.S. ag industry are still reeling from China's Monday announcement that was rolled out on the pages of the People's Daily China. California citrus growers weren't bracing for impact when the news came. Over the past few days, it seemed that China was willing to talk instead of retaliate. But that proved a false hope, said Alyssa Houtby, a spokeswoman for California Citrus Mutual. The extra 15% tariff on top of the existing 11% tariff will give other major exporters in Brazil and the European Union a major edge over the U.S. U.S. exports about $200 million worth of citrus to China annually, making it the third largest foreign market behind Canada and South Korea. The retaliatory tariffs imposed by China hinders our ability to be competitive by increasing costs for Chinese consumers, an important market for California citrus. That the word of California Citrus Mutual President Joe Nelson, who was in Washington this week talking to lawmakers and government officials. He said family farmers and our industry will suffer from the economic fallout unless we can find alternative markets for California's navel and Valencia oranges and lemons. Pruitt wants a reset on greenhouse gas regs. EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt is halting Obama administration regulations on vehicle emissions, saying the previous EPA went too far. Pruitt said yesterday afternoon that the agency will team up with the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration on a rulemaking process for new vehicle emission standards. The previous goal set by the Obama administration called for vehicle mileage to hit an average of 54.4 miles per gallon for model year 2022 to 2025 vehicles. Pruitt said the decision to uphold those standards was based on a process cut short due to politically charged expediency that made assumptions that didn't comport with reality. But what does that mean for biofuels? 
Brian Jennings, the CEO of the American Coalition for Ethanol, said the move presents an opportunity for higher octane renewable fuels to help automakers reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Ethanol-enriched, high-octane fuel enables automakers to simultaneously reduce greenhouse gas emissions and improve fuel economy, Jennings said. We are confident that E25-30 to 30 blends will be the most affordable way to thread that needle. USDA finds new fraud in organic certificates. The National Organic Program of the USDA's Agriculture Marketing Service has added several new fraudulent organic certificates to its database. The certificates were for businesses in the United States, Sri Lanka, the United Kingdom, Dominican Republic, Ukraine, Hungary, and Belgium. AMS notes using fraudulent documents to market, label, or sell non-organic agriculture products as organic is punishable by fines of up to $11,000 for each violation. The National Organic Program has taken an increased interest in fraud following a Washington Post story last year that found millions of pounds of conventionally grown corn and soybeans made their way into the U.S. through Turkey certified as organic. A September Inspector General report found that AMS could not provide a reasonable assurance that documents required by the National Organic Program were reviewed at U.S. ports of entry to verify that imported agricultural products labeled as organic were from certified organic foreign farmers and businesses that produce and sell organic products. Lamb, it's what's for dinner. The American Lamb Board is on an ambitious mission to get people to eat more chops, and the group says it has a plan to jolt what has been static demand in the U.S. for years. The future holds tremendous promise for our industry, which produces a unique, flavorful, tender, and nutritious protein that meets the changing needs and preferences of consumers. That the word of Jim Percival, uh, the American Lamb Board chairman. Through new marketing, promotion, and campaign to lamb up U.S. production, the National Checkoff Program says it hopes to increase demand for American lamb by 2% annually over the next five years for a total demand growth of 10%. An excellent White House promotion. When it comes to farm product promotions, it's hard to beat how the American Egg Board rolls, or more accurately, how eggs rolled on the White House South lawn for the 140th Easter egg roll yesterday. The Chekhov-funded board donated 30,000 hard-boiled and dyed eggs for attendees to enjoy as egg pops and use in the egg roll presented a hen-to-home educational exhibit and gave the 41st commemorative egg to the First Lady of the United States, Miss Belinda Trump. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, April 3rd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.